This is A Line by Line, a podcast where we navigate life with the help of poetry. Each episode, we dive into meaningful topics while sharing and dissecting our own original works and experiences. We'll be launching new episodes every other week on Thursdays. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of A Line by Line. So happy to have you here. And again, it is us, Jasmine and Joshua. Hi. <laughs> we are week, back. Yeah, we're talking about wanting more. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. talking about discontent and jealousy and just that gnawing feeling that just like nothing will ever be enough. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? I always feel that way, I think. Always about everything? I think so. Yeah, I just always have that feeling of nothing is enough for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's tough. I think that's one of the difficult challenges in life is finding that satisfaction in anything. Mm-hmm. But exactly. I don't want to spoil it too much but let's let's dive into your poem and and see what insights we can glean from that yeah my poem is titled never enough like the song from the greatest showman oh such a great movie pause this episode right now watch a greatest showman and then come back (laughs) yeah yeah everything i have is never enough everything given to me attention love affection is never enough. This feeling of discontentment, like a looming stare above me, a dark gray stormy cloud rolling into the city, judging the chaotic traffic and silent, pushing me every day, even when I plant my feet firm into the sand. This constant feeling of jealousy, like a spiraling tornado that comes and goes as it pleases in full disregard to my hidden secure self, wanting to come out and flourish to no avail. But why? Why contentment is never within reach? What is missing? What am I searching? How much more can I ask? How much more do I deserve? How much is too much? How much till I can say this is enough? Wow. I I think this is such a universal feeling. So I really appreciate you Mm -hmm. capturing that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Everything. I think so too. I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. You say everything I have is never enough, Uh, but then you list a bunch of good things. So I'm wondering on the flip side of that, is it the same thing with like struggles and negative things? Like they're, yeah. I think, um, when I say everything is not enough, I sometimes, I, I don't really, uh, necessarily refer to material stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't refer that to money or just objects in my life, Yeah, but it's more of the feelings. It's more of like, that's why I said like, attention or love or affection mm-hmm. or just care and, um, like all of those sort of feelings that would make our hearts be satisfied there we go okay i always feel like it's it's not enough for me and i don't know why i just Uh, always (laughs) have that like waves of anxiety and overthinking and Mm. like the the negative what ifs uh and multiple scenarios things like that yeah yeah that there's a quote that says you can never have too much of a good thing but then 
But there's another quote that says too much of a good thing will kill you. And so it's just so mm -hmm. weird that that's that, true. That yeah. longing exists with us and this tension of like, yes, of course, of course I want more and more and more. But then I think you close out your poem and saying how much is enough or how much is is too much uh, attention, mm -hmm. love, affection, even of positive things. It can be really yeah difficult to to balance that. But my question for you is, how does it feel in your body? Like the longing, like where is it? Is it in your stomach, in your mind, your hands, feet? Um, where does it live? Hmm. I think it's more, I think it's like really like in my chest, like it's in like my Ooh. heart. That's how I feel. Yeah, I think so. Um, the, the overthinking stuff would always make my head just hurts. I think when I'm, mm -hmm like thinking negatively of, of of various scenarios that could happen it just really wears me down um but i think i i question more things i think i i i always question that's why i i put a bunch of questions there at the at the towards the end of the poem because this feeling of discontentment or uh jealousy it always makes me question am i doing something wrong or like uh am i just being too much or like what what am i missing is this a, a valid feeling yeah yeah because sometimes yes. it's hard to know right it's hard to know is this just our own self trying to sabotage ourselves mm, or oh, i see what you mean now. is this actually is this actually because of someone else's doing that makes me feel this way? That's tough. You know? I mean, when you yeah. when you talk about discontentment, right? I think about okay, I want something to be some kind of way, and it's not. And so, until things mm -hmm. are in the way that I want them, I I can't be satisfied. Like that outcome mm. and my satisfaction are locked with each other. But then when I think about jealousy. Uh, jealousy to me is like a relative feeling. And so maybe mm. you were da 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 fine having a great day. Um, and then you open, you know, insert social media app name here mm -hmm. and you see someone with a, mm. an accolade that you would want or in a, in a stage of life that you would want. And then suddenly mm -hmm. it's only upon like witnessing someone else having something that, mm -hmm. that you realize mm -hmm. or recognize your desire. Yeah for it. And so I totally get what you're saying in terms of like, is it just this internal hunger? Like that we all like at our core, we all want to be loved deeply, sincerely, consistently through words and actions mm -hmm. and all the love languages. But then sometimes you're just like, what could I have done differently to make my my life manifest in the way that I see so-and-so's life manifesting? Both of those are pretty heavy yeah. to deal with. Right. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you said it perfectly too. Like, I just sometimes I just always got torn between is this just my own insecurity that makes me feel this way, or mm -hmm. is this like a valid thing that I should pursue more, that I should focus more? Yeah. Um, so, when you get out of your yeah. head, what kind of actions do you take to satisfy yourself or to try and quell this constant feeling? Yeah. I think I've been. I've been slightly better, I'd say, in terms of controlling myself when it comes to overthinking 
or feeling jealous about something or people um and not let myself spiral down i think mm -hmm. i've been better with that mm, but i mean yeah i mean from time to time it would still happen and i think it's just really maybe i would call a friend i would just sleep it off sometimes because mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. if it's not a productive thing and not productive feeling um yeah i would like always try to just control myself better and yeah. maybe go out for a walk or something That's i like that those too. are really practical yeah. i mean feel it and talk it out or feel it and rest let it pass or mm -hmm. feel it and move your body to bring in some of those happy chemicals yeah, or, that's or what, to just change yeah. your mind i remember listening to a podcast or maybe i read something that's like when you feel something that's very anxiety provoking or you're sad or you're upset or you're angry about something or you just feel very insecure you have to be able to sit with that feeling and let that feeling be there for you mm -hmm. for a while. And then just imagine it as if it's like air and then it just flows through you. Yeah. So don't, don't hold it, but also don't um, neglect it. Mm -hmm. Just let it be there with you for a while. And, but, but then let it flow. I like that analogy because if you hold your breath too long, it's it's the same yeah. kind of pain as like not being able to have new air to, when you when you breathe mm -hmm. in. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I try to remind myself whenever I have that feeling, I'm just gonna like let it feel, let it be heavy, mm -hmm. let mm -hmm. me spiral a little bit, but then I have to be able to then just let it go. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that about your poem. I really do think. Yeah. You know that you know our goal is not advice or like always to solve these things but just to just acknowledge like this is a part of life and um that yearning persists persists even if we have strategies to get through it in a moment that it seems to be a part of just how we're built mm -hmm. yeah and just be more grateful and thankful for what we have and not always seek things that are not in front of us that are not mm -hmm. possible <laughs> yeah so tough yeah <laughs> all right i want to hear your poem cool all right it's a little abstract so bear with me mm -hmm. but it's yep. it's definitely i started posting my poems on medium it's definitely one of my most popular ones so i hope you'll enjoy mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. it's called it's a lampshade and i'm crying i try to keep my head up see the brighter side of life with my head up in the clouds, I dream to mother and to wife. As the colors swirl above me, I see what has not been spoken. Though I mostly see the beauty, I fixate on what is broken. Just a tiny little crack, still much beauty I beheld, but it saps all my attention like my name when it's misspelled. Though it hasn't dulled the purpose, actually more light can shine through. Just tell me the price of perfect and I give it all to you. In the distance, there are dollars, but they're dangling out of reach. Find contentment in my squalor, try to practice what I preach, 
It's a lampshade and I'm crying because our struggles coincide. And this poem is the only place these feelings can reside. Wow. I really, really like that. I think that's one of my favorite poems, actually, that you've written so far. Thank you. I really like it. It's definitely a lot more abstract than what you're used to. Um, but I think there's a lot to unpack here as well. Um, why why are you using this analogy of a lampshade? Yeah. So um, just like we talked about in a prior episode, one time I read this Bible verse and it just stuck with me so much that I wanted to capture the message in a poem. There are actually a few times when a certain site, usually involving lights of some kind, or it could be nature or whatever, that there is just a message in that physical thing existing that comes out of me in a mm. poem. And so for this one, I was actually just like out at a bar with people I didn't mm. actually know very well. And mm. um, over top of this pool table was one of those like stained glass, intricately decorated uh, lampshades. Mm, mm, uh, mm. And and on the top of the bar and the roof were all these dollar bills from different countries. So like in euros and francs and U.S. dollars, all dangling on the mm. roof of the of the bar. Like you couldn't you couldn't touch them to take them. But someone like got there up there on a ladder and like stapled all this real currency mm. on the roof. Uh, and in that moment, it just reminded me of my own pursuit of of perfectionism and my own pursuit of wealth just like in mm. one in one upward look mm. to, this, to mm. the roof of that bar just like punched me in the face mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I, I was crying for what seemed like no wow. reason for everybody else yeah 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 that's a that's a moment that's a moment <laughs> <laughs> I have I have the photo I will when we when we launch this episode I will post the photo of the lampshade and the dollars I was selling yeah about. yeah yeah because it was oh, a real wow. okay. it was a real moment yeah yeah have you felt like that a lot of times of um just wanting more basically yeah when i was looking for something that followed our theme of wanting more of discontentment it it for me was either relationships or my pursuit of perfection and excellence mm. and the need to do things mm. right and well and always go above and beyond uh and so, yeah, I think it's something I, I haven't mastered that I'm still struggling with, but in acknowledging it, it definitely just reminds me that I still need to work on it and that I might need to rethink the things I'm doing day to day to, to give myself some slack from having to be perfect because we're just not, we're just mm. never going to be. Yeah. I, it's funny that you said that because it reminded me of my, um, like middle school, primary school, high school years when I was growing up where I think this is also like a, a very Asian culture where we put mm. so much emphasis on getting good scores, like exam scores, and it has to be perfect. It has to be A+. plus. Um, if I got like 85 out of 100, that's like considered a fail, you know? A fail? In, that's in, like a in, in my mind, like in, in my mind or like in my parents' mind, it's always like this really high standard. Wow. And I've always hated that. Like growing up, I hated going to school and doing exams just for the sake of the scores. Yeah. 
And so when I went to college and then going into career and I had more control of myself, I was able to slowly let go of that feeling of wanting to be perfect. And especially mm -hmm. with work, as you know, like my career has been moving yeah. around a lot and like laid off and then things like the con contracts. So then at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm okay with just being enough. I'm just, I'm okay with just being okay at work. It doesn't mm. have to be perfect. Yeah. And that's just giving you so much yeah. more free time to like travel, enjoy your friends and take care of your body. Like I, I yeah. know that there are benefits, but it's still, it's so hard for me because same yeah. deal in, yeah. in black culture, we have this concept. You can go on the internet and search hashtag black excellence. And it's this like mm. mentality of like, hey, our people have been through so much and we're constantly having mm. to uh, overcome against negative stereotypes of laziness, of uh, poverty, of insert, you know, thing here. And so there's this concept of like working twice as hard, like not giving them any mm. excuse to discriminate yeah. against you because you're so good that even though you're black, they would still want you because you bring all these other yeah. amazing things to the table. And I would say, yeah, yeah, part of that is ingrained in me. It got definitely got worse in, um, in college because I was around so mm. many incredibly talented, uh, black people mm. that had the same mindset of like, we are the best. We're going to be the best. We're going to work harder than anyone else. We're going to want this more than anyone else. And it mm -hmm. does yield mm -hmm. results. And so that's the hardest part of like laying it down mm. is that it gives you a motivation and a drive that might not yeah. be healthy, but it, I mean, yeah, it works <laughs> like yeah. to the world standards yeah, yeah. of, of yeah. quote unquote success. Like it gets you there, but I don't know if you're going to like yourself when you're at the top anymore. Yeah, mm -hmm. I get that. So you feel like you're, you're torn. Yeah. yeah, I'm torn because I don't want to be lazy and undisciplined, but I also don't want to work myself to the point of exhaustion. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm mm -hmm. not okay with being okay, but maybe I'm okay with not being number one, but I, I mm -hmm. still want to mm -hmm. be in the top 10. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> This is yeah, my yeah. compromise at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. One line with, that you... that. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, like, one line that you wrote here, uh, I fixate on what is broken. That also uh, struck me because a lot of times when we talk about perfection, we always forgot, um, we always forgot the things that are not broken, that are going well, because we yeah. always just focus on what can be better, what can we fix, what can be improved to, to strive for that excellence mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. sometimes it's just not possible yeah it's true and um i think gratitude is a really really important uh habit that can help combat that but it's, it's so difficult at, at work mm -hmm. like as a team lead i would never expect like uh perfection right i do want them mm -hmm. to do their best but we have this ritual in our um in our Friday meetups where we'll talk about as a team, right? As we work together as a team, what should we start doing? What should we stop doing? But also what mm. should we continue doing, right? That what's mm -hmm. what's working. And we really hold tightly to, hey, I really appreciate that we X, Y, and Z, or I love it so much that we blah, blah, blah. Mm. And we hold on to those things and value those things. And, but we also leave space for like, it's not a perfect world. So we should start doing some things. And then some things that we, 
are already doing, we should just cut cut that out because it's just like not getting mm-hmm. us to the outcomes that we want. So in my work life as a leader, I can leave space for all those different perspectives. And so it's it's just more difficult in that domain of self-leadership to give myself the same space to say, you know what, you didn't do this, but here's what you did do. And look how far you did get and really uh, value that mm-hmm. progress over perfection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you said here too, there's always a price for that. Like you're sacrificing something in your life to have that excellency, to to be more perfect in the things that you are doing. Do you have examples from your experiences of the things that you end up sacrificing? Yeah, I mean, number one, point blank, it's usually time. It's mm-hmm. usually time. Like I'm pretty good at setting work boundaries, but you know, mm-hmm. there are definitely times where I'm like, hey, I might have spent a lot more time on this project than is maybe even necessary. Mm-hmm. Like it was done two hours ago and now I'm just like, adding flair or, or, or hyping it up. And that time that I spend working is time that I could have spent with, with someone else or, or doing something mm-hmm. else um, that really fills me instead of empties me. Or um, I know I went through a season in the past of like really being obsessed with weight loss and the price mm. was hunger. It was what mm. I'm not eating and not having treats and feeling socially awkward and yeah. all these different moments of fitting in that just felt like, no, I want, you know, to be skinny more than I want this yeah. ice cream or yeah. something. And and right. that just was um, deprivation, which is just scientifically yeah. proven not to be a sustainable yeah. way of. But you know what I mean? It's just like mm-hmm. we do mm-hmm. these visceral things that feel like are in our control because we want to make things mm-hmm. happen. And, and happen as quickly as possible rather than recognizing like, hey, what I really should do is come to a place of peace and contentment and acceptance of my body and yeah. then work out of that place of love versus tearing myself apart and criticizing myself yeah. or, hey, I should do my work to a high quality and, and make sure that it meets the requirements for what needs to get done. But I, I don't need to prove anything by doing this work. I don't need to mm-hmm. um, always consistently go above and beyond at the at the sacrifice of time with the people that I love. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I think that's so important for you to, to be able to know that about yourself. Um, so you're not overworking yourself and not mm-hmm. like setting this impossible standard for yourself. Yeah. You're right? a good role model to me in terms of like how well you take vacation <laughs> and just in terms <laughs> of the way like how well that. you take vacation maybe like we're oh, di- very different in a lot of ways but yeah. <laughs> i always have to be like is this a work trip or are you just going to bangkok because you <laughs> feel like it or like another conference in vegas joshua really like because yeah. i yeah. know you're going to be in the beach when you're or, or by the pool when you're not in a session like you're crushing it it's yeah. so good <laughs> i i i think i have been blessed with that ability to mm-hmm. take vacations because <laughs> yeah. i know a lot of people always have problems with separating work and life and not mm-hmm. wanting like feel bad taking vacations so far i've never had that feeling even when i was feeling stressful about work what i gift. think i'm still able to just like cut it off and then mm-hmm. take vacation yeah um so yeah so i'm, I'm really very thankful with that yeah. Well, I'm I'm thankful to be inspired by you in that in that way. But no, this has been a good you know, real 
heartfelt conversation. And um, for me right now, what I'm working on just as a closing thought is yeah. uh, the app that I use for my daily micro journaling has a mm. template for gratitude. Mm. And it will mm. say, like, what are the three things that you're grateful for? And it also has a night reflection where you can reflect over like, what uh, moments filled you with wonder or magic or that you appreciate from the day so that you can also close yeah. off with that that perspective and if I ever got into the habit of really opening my day with my heart like that closing my day with a heart like mm. that I think the middle would not be filled with as much anxiety and frustration and lack of satisfaction um, yeah yeah I think my 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 last words would be more like if you have free time it doesn't mean you have to fill it with mm. things that are productive yeah it doesn't have to be filled with things to advance you to the next thing you know it could mm -hmm. just be you just fill the time with things that make you happy with where you are just be stagnant for a little bit and that's yeah. completely fine oh beautifully said like you don't I always have to produce things you know what i mean yeah like, you don't always have to produce things uh, i'm gonna do that for the rest so. of the day yeah that's not true but i want to, i'm gonna think about one thing too anyway yeah. thanks thanks yeah. again for for listening everyone it's such yeah. a joy to deliver this we're more than halfway done with season three mm -hmm. so buckle up for a few more episodes before we close out this summer yeah yeah for sure thank you for listening everyone see you in the next episode bye bye All right, guys, that wraps our seventh episode of Mine, a podcast where we navigate life with the help of poetry. We hope that it was meaningful to you and provide some fresh perspectives about wanting more. We release a new episode every two weeks, so please be sure to hit that follow button on whichever streaming platform you're listening from and follow our social media channels. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at AlignByLine. If you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We would be more than happy to hear from you. But for now, Jasmine and Joshua signing off. See you in the next episode.